Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Friday the 1st of March. The disinflation story for developed economies remains in place. Yesterday's release of the US January Personal Consumer Expenditure Deflator showed durable goods prices falling even further into deflation, comfortably back to pre-pandemic negative ranges. The market-based price measure fell further into disinflation too. The strength of financial markets did increase financial services prices, as some fees will be proportionate to the size of the portfolio managed. But aside from those, service sector inflation moderated as well. The Bureau of Labour Statistics calculated some of the confusion that it has been causing about the calculation of the housing measure owner's equivalent rent. This affects both consumer price and the PCE deflator, though it affects the consumer price inflation more. This is the sort of highly technical argument that only economists get excited about, and owner's equivalent rent is a price no one actually pays in the real world. But the bottom line is that there was a small risk headline consumer price inflation would be pushed higher by this non-price for six months or so, and the clarification means that that is now very unlikely. Meanwhile, in the glittering wonder that is the euro, we get the release of euro area consumer price inflation in the flash estimate form for the month of February. Assorted economies have already signalled that inflation will be coming down. The balance of surprises has been for slightly more of a decline in the inflation rate than the consensus has been looking for, but it's only a very marginal bias. For once, there's quite a narrow range of forecasts that go to make up the consensus which is for a 25 or 2.6% year-over-year rate on the headline. This, as observant investors will note, is not the mythical near 2%, but not necessarily 2%, but close to 2% target that the ECB has. However, economics and economic data are not precise, and anything between 1% and 3% should be considered on target. And, of course, this all means that the real interest rate in Europe continues to rise. The United States is giving us the final Michigan Consumer Sentiment poll today. Republican sentiment has picked up this year, which might reflect the publicity given to former US President Trump and associated election expectations amongst Republican voters. There are also a host of other sentiment polls from the business sector on both sides of the Atlantic, which will attract far more attention than they actually deserve. There are also quite a few central bank speakers today. This is not necessarily that unusual, although the fact that ECB President Lagarde is not speaking is, of course, unusual. Bank of England Chief Economist Pill should be heard with the respectful reverence that all chief economists deserve, but the focus is probably on the US Federal Reserve speakers. There's a full-scale assault of Fed speakers today. No fewer than 11 appear to be on the schedule. Some, like New York Fed President Williams, are capable of coherent economic thought. Sometimes, when there are a very large number of speakers, a suspiciously coordinated message emerges. It could just be a coincidence that so many Fed speakers are rushing towards media microphones today, but it is worth checking to see how much the speakers' views actually overlap. That's all for today. Have a good day. 
UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.